0: Hello there and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. glad you've taken time out of your day to download this podcast and listen to us. We hope and pray that it will be edifying for you. It will help you grow closer to Christ and have a deeper understanding of who He is and what we should be doing as Christians. If you've never listened to the podcast before, I encourage you to go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all lowercase, and there you can find our Statement of Faith, Uh, links to our social media on LinkedIn and Twitter you can also contact us with your prayer request on our contact page and there's also a page there uh, of a list of places that you can listen to the podcast and I would encourage you to please tell others about us and that they may also uh, benefit from this podcast many our listeners are overseas in countries where it is not uh, legal or uh, very popular to be a Christian, and I am so blessed that you are listening uh, to our podcast. I pray each and every day for the persecuted church. I think this is something the church in America has overlooked. Today I want to talk about Jesus in the occult. This is really a subject that uh, it's really not talked a lot about in the church, at least uh, In America, I've heard very few people discuss it, very few sermons about it. But I want to start off with uh, reading out uh, the book of Acts, uh, a little scripture reading. And then we're going to go right into the Old Testament in Deuteronomy chapter 18 and then over to Leviticus chapter 19. So if you have a Bible, uh, I'd encourage you to follow along. Acts chapter 3, verses uh, 22-22. and 23 says this, And Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet, like me, from your brethren. To him you shall heed everything he says to you. And I will be that every soul that does not heed that prophet shall utterly be destroyed from the among the people. Again, as we begin this podcast, I, I think we probably should define Uh, the term, the occult. The definition is really very broad. It includes everything from the most uh, open, blatant, uh, satanic type worship to the most common and accepted use of horoscopes. A few examples would be like seances, uh, predictions using spirits, uh, all forms of communication with the dead, all forms of supernatural psychic phenomena, uh, Real magic as opposed to simple uh, hand tricks. Uh, Fortune telling, the casting of spells, uh, hexes, uh, wearing of charms, using a, a Ouija board, astrology, eight balls, rabbit foots. Uh, there might be more out there in other cultures that I am not aware of, but I think this gives you the idea of what I'm trying to come across here. What I would like to do is show you first that the scriptures are showing God forbidding his people to be involved in these types of practices. And second, why this is so. And then third, uh, what our positive alternative should be. Okay, so Deuteronomy chapter 18. Uh, Here's the first point. The scriptures forbid God's people to be involved in these practices. Moses addresses the people just before they cross into uh, the Jordan River into the Promised Land and to drive out the pagan nations. Joshua will then take over, and once they, the Israelites, once they have crossed over into the Promised Land, God will command Joshua along with his army, uh, to destroy the people in the land. I don't know of one city or tribe in the Promised Land who was not practicing the very things that God hates, uh, speaks against, and finds detestable. And so the thrust of the podcast, again, it will come from Deuteronomy 18. I'm going to jump around a little bit here in Leviticus in just a moment. Verses 9 and 12 says, When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the dest- detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices deviation or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is in a medium of or spiritist who consults the dead. Verse 12, Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord, because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. Okay, so what we just read here, Moses mentions eight activities, spiritist activities. Seeking knowledge by supernatural means, uh, saying, predictions from supernatural means, sorcery, uh, the use of charms, mediums, wizardy or witchcraft. These are not clearly distinct activities. They, they do actually overlap, and, and sometimes they're used interchangeably. What they have in common is this. They all involve efforts to obtain knowledge, which is ordinarily hidden by the means of, of attaining it, uh, obtaining it through uh, dealings with the spirit world, uh, with the supernatural forces, and so on. Uh, there's something else that these eight activities have in common, and that is the knowledge is sought not out of idle curiosity, but out of the desire uh, to exhort some kind of power over people or events. Now, what does Moses say about such activities? Well, Again back in verse 9 we just read he calls them uh, detestable. While Americans don't sacrifice uh, children or their children to false gods in a fire, uh, we do kill our children at an unbelievable rate each year and we call it a choice since 1976 uh, Roe versus Wade and legalized abortion. This means God regards those who practice these eight things as vile, repulsive, and disgusting. It's a very strong word, and I know that. We'd really do well to ask ourselves whether some seemingly innocent activities that we're engaged in may be detestable in the eyes of God. I know we kind of overlook some things, or we we don't see the dangers in them, but there is a danger in these activities, uh, even in your horoscope. If God says don't do it, we need to stop doing it. The second thing here, though, according to verse 12, is the persons who do these things, again, are detestable to the Lord. Not merely the activity, but also the souls become... Uh, detestable in God's eyes it is an unbiblical cliche when uh, someone says well God only hates the sin never the sinner when, when a person gives himself over to the will or and they delight in in such activities uh, are willing to follow such evil practices uh, he, that person makes himself detestable in the eyes of God you know, nowhere in Scripture I have, I've been able to find does God separate the sin uh, from the sinners. Uh, only sinners commit sins. And it is un, it's the unrepentant sinner who will be cast into hell on Judgment Day. Of course, this does not uh, put a soul beyond uh, the reach of God's love. This does not put uh, the soul in a position Uh, where God could never forgive, because God will forgive anyone who's been involved in these activities if they stop and repent and move forward. The soul clearly has to stop sinning. And the glory uh, divine, his love, it just reaches out and out, and it will justify you, and it will sanctify uh, you, those precious souls that God really wants to save. But God does find uh, things detestable because it's sin. And, And according to verse 12, the Lord destroys those who practices these things. You know, we're really no different today than those that Moses is addressing here. We must seek to be blameless before the Lord. And I'm not saying that is an easy task, not just in necessarily this subject, but with anything in our life. We sin because we like it. Let's just be honest about it. It feels good. It excites us, whatever. But we really need to understand God does not like it. And so we we need to start rejecting the things that God hates and start loving the things that God loves. The word Deuteronomy, though, it does have the meaning of second law. It is a a reinstatement and an expansion, really, of what's already been laid out by God at Mount Sinai. So it's no surprise to find in Leviticus commands like these. So Leviticus 19, verse 26 says this, Do not eat any meat with blood still in it. Do not practice deviation or seek omens. Uh, verse 31 of the same chapter, Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritualists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. And then Leviticus 20, verse 6 says, I will set my face against anyone who turns to mediums, spirits, uh, to prostitute themselves by following them, and I will cut them off from their people you know most of us probably, especially in the bigger cities in, in America, I know in every major city uh, in, in the United States probably wouldn't take you very long to drive anywhere and you can find uh, somebody who's open for business who practices such things. Uh, you can find palm readers, tarot card readers and so on. Of course you don't have to drive to anywhere to commit these sins You can do it each time you read your horoscope. I know people who get their text messages every morning. They get their horoscope. While some might think, well, this is just for fun, and it's really just a harmless practice to read your horoscope, it really does fall in the category of the topic of today's podcast. Perhaps we might be thinking, well, this is just an Old Testament rule or law, and when, since I'm under the New Covenant, I really don't have to abide by it. Well, let's look at some New Testament scriptures here. Hold your place here in Deuteronomy 18. We're going to go back to it here in a couple moments here. We're going to read uh, Acts chapter 19 here. And we'll find out that God, the Divine One, He does reject the occult no matter what side of the cross that you live on. For example, here again, Acts 19, verses 18 through 20. Many also of those who had believed kept coming, confessing and disclosing their practices. And many of those who practiced magic brought their books together and began to burn them in the sight of everyone. And they counted up the price of them and found it to be 50,000 pieces of silver, so the word of the Lord was growing mightily and prevailing. Galatians chapter 5, 19-21 Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, disputes, uh, dimensions, and factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and these things are like this which I have forewarned you. Just as I forewarned you in the past, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And here's one everybody seems to like the book of Revelation. Verse 8, But for the cowardly and unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, and immoral persons. And here we go. Sorcerers and idolaters, all liars. Uh, they're all the part that will be put into the lake of fire that burns with fire and brimstone, which is called the second death. So there is a New Testament application here that we really do need to be aware of. The second point as I started off the podcast would be, why is God so opposed to you and me participating in the occult? Well, the one reason I can think of off the top of my head is because it puts God down and it exalts man. Perhaps another way to put it would be, That the occult is simply a continuation of the ancient syntactic deception. All forms of the occult present us with similar temptation. We will act like humble children of the Heavenly Father and submit to His wisdom, and in limiting our knowledge to His power, His grace, His Mercy. He tells us a lot of things about the future. He tells us a lot of things about the past. Um, but like Adam and Eve, uh, who desired uh, for that fruit that can make us wise, and then we forfeit the power of God. We, we don't let God be who he really is in our lives and should be in our lives. Will we belittle God and, and, and exalt ourselves or will we humble ourselves and exalt God by being uh, content with what he has revealed to us in scripture through prayer and his use uh, of his power on our behalf. So back with me again to the main text of Deuteronomy chapter 18 and I want to start in verse 14. For those nations... Which shall depress, I listen to those who practice witchcraft, and the diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not allowed you to do so. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your countrymen, and you shall listen to him. This is according to all that you have asked of the Lord your God in here on the day of the assembling, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God. Let me not see this great fire any more, or I will die. Verse 17. The Lord said to me, They have spoken well. I will raise up a prophet from among their countrymen like you, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. It shall come about that whoever will not listen to my words which he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. So here in verses 15 through 19, God promises uh, to raise up a prophet from among the people like Moses. The apostles saw this final fulfillment, a very decisive fulfillment of this prophecy in Jesus. And so the apostles they saw this final and decisive fulfillment of this prophecy that we just read in Jesus and we read Acts chapter 3 22 and 23 earlier Jesus was the final great prophet like Moses the point of this prophecy here in Deuteronomy chapter 18 is God has appointed a revealer of his word and no other medium or revelation needs to be sought. We have everything that we need written down for us in the Bible. God has appointed himself, uh, this person, whom he desires to all of us to be known by. We don't need to go anywhere else but to Jesus. We don't need to turn anywhere else to find out uh, things like for, what we might seek from mediums, because we just belittle god and we really need to exalt god and not ourselves let us be very careful here that we do not devalue the revelation of jesus christ and take to ourselves the privileges of being a deity no one who loves jesus places all his life around the revelation of jesus should never ever turn to the occult for knowledge or power no matter how innocent some of these practices might seem to you and me of the occult they are all in rebellion against God and that's been going on since the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve fell the aim to avoid this at all cost we need to be childlike in our submission to God We need to be able to understand the best that we can and accept whatever the provisions that the sovereign God has given to us. Instead of seeking out uh, some strange power, some strange knowledge, when we go to the occult, we are in rebellion. And we don't necessarily need to go there at all. In fact, we shouldn't go there at all. There are a number of television shows that go on in movies that make the occult really seem harmless. And some people are going to laugh at this, but that's okay. Shows like uh, America's Haunted Castles, Charmed, Extreme Ghost Stories, Alien Mysteries, Killer Contact, Psychic Kids, Paranormal Witness. And ghostly encounters. Uh, There's movies like Signs, uh, The Devil's Advocate, The Haunting, The Sixth Sense, The Exorcist, and Harry Potter. And I know there's a lot of Harry Potter fans out there. Uh, Elvira, (laughs) The Walking Dead, and The Mysteries of the Dark. Even children's movies like The Lion King uh, displays contacting the dead or spirits... Uh, to be able to help lead the living. And I've really only named a few. They're all around us in front of us, and many times we are become so accustomed to these things, uh, being entertainment, we really don't give it much thought. However here, this is a dangerous area to drift into. We need to be able to identify it and spot it when, we, when it comes our way. And I again, I really believe the scripture is very clear on this subject. We must not give in to the impression that we are okay with the occult. And this includes giving our time and our money to it. And the third and final point is really short, but I want to make it. What is the positive Christian alternative to the occult? Well, the answer is one and the same everywhere in the New Testament. This is a victory that has overcome the world and that is our faith. Over and against all the charm of the occult stands Jesus Christ the incarnation of all God's revelation faith takes its stand on the sufficiency of this revelation and it seeks out no secret knowledge. Faith lays Itself open to the power of God through Christ alone. And seeks no other psychic or spiritual power. Faith cleaves. It hangs on to Jesus. It loves Jesus. It adores Jesus. It trusts Jesus. And everything that comes from Jesus is sufficient. It it shuns. it, It does away with... All other temptations of the occult the more we study our scriptures and understand the Bible more and more the more we will come to a better and clearer understanding of what is dangerous to our souls we're accountable to God for everything that we put in our minds and we are bombarded with messages all the time in many of these messages again Uh, We're allowing uh, to enter our minds under this idea of entertainment. It's just a movie. And we really need to be careful with that. We we are not programmed to forget. And once we put something in our mind, it is there forever. I certainly hope uh, that this podcast is at least giving you some ideas about the occult to stop if you're involved with that kind of thing, uh, to go study those verses that we went over, pray about it if you're involved. I would really encourage you. The only thing you need to know and rely upon comes from God. And this uh, podcast, I hope, has, has come across that way. Again, I thank you for listening to uh, the podcast today. And each week, uh, our goal is to, to release a podcast If you have questions about the Bible, uh, we would be happy to uh, answer them, and we will research out the answers if we've never been asked those questions before. And actually, today's podcast was a question, and it came from, uh, actually came from Britain, and so I appreciate that question. Instead of just giving it a little five-minute answer, I thought perhaps we needed to address it just a little bit longer. I thank you again for listening. Please tell others about us. Uh, like us if uh, on your podcast app and follow us so that when the next podcast is released, uh, you will get an alert. We are blessed by so many people who are following us more and more each week. May God have the glory, and may you be blessed by Him.